Hey guys, this is the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, training up a better class of man. And today, we have another data soap for you. How to fail. But first, a dad joke. You're up, buddy. I'm up. Oh no, if only I could think of a dad joke. I'm sure you have them on, oh, you have your book. Yeah, fuck you. I finally found it. What do the library police do? I don't know. They book people. That wasn't even good. That was that was bad. <laughs> uh, a sheep, a snake, and a drum fall off a cliff. Badum. You know what? I'm going to go spicy. Oh, please do. I asked my dad for his best joke. Okay. And he said, you. Ooh. At least yours came back. <laughs> what did the horse say after it tripped? What? Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed <laughs> on that one. But I'm not. Uh, what did oh, Noah use God. on the ark to help him see at night? I don't know. Floodlights. <laughs> what do you call a cow? In an earthquake. What? A milkshake. <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with two legs? Uh... Lean beef. Oh, fuck. Hmm. I'm terrified <laughs> of elevators. I'm going to take steps to avoid them. Yeah, you have it easy, man. I'm terrified of stairs. They're always up to something. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Two slices of bread got married. The wedding was amazing until someone decided to toast the bride and groom. Oh, my. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, What's a good name for a foot? I don't know. Tony. What's a good name for a nail? I don't know what you're going to tell me. Rusty. Rick Astley will let you borrow any movie from his Pixar collection except one. He's never going to give you up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I knew I knew what you were doing and your delivery was perfect. I had no time to react. Oh God. Uh, I just watched a documentary about beavers. It was the best damn show I ever saw. 
What the fish say when it hit a wall? I don't know. Damn. Uh, I got so excited that spring was here that I wet my plants. <laughs> What's the best plant for animals? I don't know. A zucchini. I'm so sorry all of you had to listen to that. Uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> Two peanuts were walking down the street. Please stop. One was assaulted. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I can't forgive you. God. I can't forgive you. Why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? He couldn't see himself working there. <laughs> I fear it's because the interviewer wasn't transparent. That's a good one, too. Uh, welcome to the Hard Time Strongman <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Trying to prepare class of man. tell you how to fail. How to fail. But first... Big shout out to our very first patron, Ash. Ash, thanks for dumping or jumping in the dumpster fire. We appreciate you. You're going to burn so bright. Yeah. Help Patrons have access on. to all of our pre-show and post-shows, which pre -shows, is where post -shows, the magic happens. Get our episodes early. Uh, get the first word on any new projects that we're working on. And more benefits to come. So, Ash, thanks for coming aboard. We are, well, we're up to a lot. We're going to be doing even more. So, back to the episode. How to fail. So, how do we even come up with this episode? I'm not sure I understand. I'm I'm not sure I know how we came up with it. I think we were just kind of going through topics, and this one jumped out because. Oh yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about. So we were talking about how. We we're kind of moving further from like, well, we're not moving away from, but we're exploring not just like step by step applicable, uh, right, like class stuff. Yeah, like practical yeah. data skills, but moving more into like life lessons they're you know dad episodes are you know episodes on stuff that your dad's show taught you and i feel like this is one that isn't just an outlier anymore you know this is a this, you know this is affecting a lot of people and we're seeing that you know the consequences of that in society now so how to fail because you're not going to win all the time. No, you're going to fail and you're going to fail a lot. And if you don't know how to fail the right way, if you don't know how to learn and grow 
from failure if you don't know or you don't learn how to pick yourself up after that then you know that doesn't just affect you know you and your development i mean that affects anybody that you come in contact with right you know anybody you have a relationship with is going to feel the effects of that right so this episode's a little more loosey-goosey because you know i don't really recall my dad ever teaching me how to fail no you know like my dad never taught me how like he never sat me down and was like you know hey son i love you but you're gonna fail a lot and you know this how to act and this how not to act you know we never had that conversation i you know i learned from you know watching him watching what he did and you know just you know, some conversations here and there as I, as I grew and as I've been grown and, you know, just living my own life. But, you know, I feel like this, this one specifically is too important not to talk about with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it'll hit home with a lot of people. Cause I feel like the vast majority of people out there are probably more competitive with a lot of things than they're willing to admit. Oh Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, what's socially acceptable to be competitive about anymore, if anything? You know, we yeah. live in we live in really interesting times. If by interesting you mean the participation trophy generation, then yes. Yeah. Well, and I remember distinctly, you know, and no ill will towards my dad, but just something that was so hard for me. Was that just somewhere in like, and you know, like it's kind of an aside, but you know, generations kind of mirror and contrast from one from one generation mm-hmm. to the next, right? So if you yeah. have a generation that's super harsh, you know, super hard, you know, just you know, not about it as parents, that generation after them, you know, is going to tend to be the opposite, right? Because you're trying right. to give your, you know, as a parent, you try to give your kids everything that you didn't have. Right. So you see a deficiency, then you're trying to, you know, build up for that. So, you know, oh, my kids aren't going to grow up how I grew up. You know, they're going to have everything I didn't have. I'm not going to do this, you know. And we see that generation to generation, a lot of overcompensation. The problem is exactly the problem is the overcomplication. The pendulum swings back the opposite way far too much and far too far, (laughs) for lack of a better phrase. Like, I mean, you could even see that in politics. I'll, I'll try not to get into that too much, but oh gosh, I mean, see, I mean that's the natural progression, though, isn't it? It is. It's like you you do something, and if somebody doesn't like it, they're going to try and do the exact opposite. And when they do, it's gonna they're going to push it way too far, and it's going to get a very bad reaction. And then the next generation is going to push back the opposite way. Mm-hmm. It's just it keeps swinging, and it's going farther and farther, and something's going to give at some point. And that applies to parenting, competition. That implies it politics everything well and once you get that pendulum swing it's so hard to make it land somewhere in the middle again you know Mm -hmm. it's so hard to slow that down but unfortunately it does not know the laws of physics yeah so do you want to roll into your notes first or do you want to let me kind of knock mine out because you 
you had a lot to, you had a lot to say in this in this episode but i just kind of wanted to go through like bullet point just like life lessons on failure so we yeah, can man, go we can hit whatever okay yeah so for a lot of these so for these data episodes i imagine that i'm speaking to my boys when they're you know when they're grown right that's how i kind of rationalize mm-hmm. you know these conversations in my mind and you know kind of yeah how i conduct myself when we record these but yeah it makes sense yeah so as a man as a husband as a father a friend and a leader i don't demand victory in everything i only ask that you try because good. yeah because you're not going to succeed in everything at everything no you just won't and the things that you do succeed in it's probably not gonna be on the first try right you know except for those very gifted very talented people you know just you know pick up something and immediately you'll run with it you know it I mean, what was takes it? effort it was- it was what Thomas Edison who found what 10,000 ways to not make the light bulb before yeah. he figured it out. Yeah. I mean, and what a great, what a great mentality to have. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is how not to do it. Okay. Now I know for right. next time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. You don't measure victory in its ease. You measure it in its reward. Yes. You know, at least in the circles I've been in, it's, you know, you don't get that pride of, oh man, you know, I knocked that out, no sweat. It's, you know, yeah, I got that done. It took me months to perfect this, but now I'm never going to get it wrong again because I've screwed this up in so many ways. I couldn't screw this up anymore. You know, I found every single way to screw this up. And now I'm not going to do that anymore. And, you know, through that pain, right, through those growing pains, you, you learn how to teach other people because you, you don't want to be able to fail yeah. the same way that you did, right? So that's something that I think is really important is to, you know, to understand that and to recognize, you know, pain and failure for what they are, which are excellent teachers. And honestly, dude, like I... I feel like so many people that I've met, the ones who things come easy to them don't have the best character. Oh, yeah. Because they just expect everything to go their way. The ones who have had to fight for everything, work for everything, mm-hmm. like struggle, they're the ones who are the most humble. They're the ones who aren't going to brag yeah. when they win. They're the ones who aren't going to Cry, throw temper tantrum when something doesn't go their way. Yeah, exactly. Well, like those are the ones I want to surround myself with. Yeah. Well, it goes back to like, did you earn it? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Like, did you earn it? Like, did you earn you your stripes? Right. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, I'd much rather listen to somebody who you know has spent years learning something. Than someone who, you know, spent a couple months and got a, you know, got a degree or, you know, got a certificate, you know, I'd rather mm-hmm. learn from the guy who was in the mud, you know, gang after it and, you know, wrestling and actually learning this stuff like in his bones over somebody who, you know, had it handed to them, you know, essentially. Right. 
100, 100% every single time. But something else that we, you know, talk about and that we've talked about in the past is the idea that nothing is wasted. And you need to think about that in when you think about failure. Yeah, keep it in context. Yeah. You know, every, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, no matter what you're trying, no matter what you're, you know, trying to perfect, if it's a skill, if it's a, a task, you know, whatever you're trying to do, every time that you fail at it, every time, every time that you come short, you know, you need to take that for what is, which is an opportunity. Right. You know, nothing is wasted. The only time that everything's wasted is when you let it be. The mm-hmm. only time that you allow something to be wasted is when it's wasted. Yeah. You know, because if you don't allow something to be a lesson, then it's wasted. Yeah. You can learn anything. You right. can learn anything. You can learn from anything, even if it's, you know, what you aren't supposed to do. You know, you can, you know, and that's the thing with leaders too, right? You can have, you know, the best leader, you know, ever on the planet. You can learn so much from them, but you get one crappy leader, right? And I learned more from crappy leaders in the army than I ever did from, you know, excellent leaders because I learned what not to do. Not to do. Yep. I learned what not to be. And that can be your limitless test right there. You know, like we said, with, yeah couple episodes ago about um you know like like being the man that you want to be like making the man that you want to be right so even if you are just like all right i don't know what exactly i need to be like but i know what i don't want to be so i'm gonna do the opposite of that and you know there you go you're far along than you were before right you know every every struggle you know the and just that grit to continue on you know, while your heart's still being, while you still got air in your lungs, you know, you can still try. You know, there, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there's never a, you know, an end state. While we're still here, we can still be learning. We can still be getting better. You still have something to give. What's that last part? What do you mean? That you have written down. Oh, last part I've written down is while your heart still beats, you still have breath in your lungs. You can try again. You're not done until you're dead. Hey, everybody. This is 6 and 7 with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, and we are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and Discord. Hey, guys. Our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre- and post-shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on, everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we will be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you'll get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting, you like ARs, come talk to us about it. You like four by four vehicles and prepping, come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm, come talk to us about all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise, 
to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Now back to the episode. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. That is the first thing that I wrote in my notebook when I went into basic training. Just to remind myself that every time I opened it up, no matter what kind of a day I was having, I wasn't dead yet. Awesome. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep pushing through whatever the hell happens to me that day. Not dead yet. So, you're not dead yet. So that brings me in, and I did have a lot to write because I took it from the aspect of I'm looking at how to fail in competition, how to fail in business, and how to fail in life. You're looking but at it as I'm a tool. A tool, exactly. And I'm not talking about like just teaching how to fail. I'm teaching you how to fail gracefully, how to fail effectively, how to fail humbly, I guess. So when you fail in competitions, whether it be baseball, basketball, sports, um, indoor drumline, volleyball, whatever, whatever you're doing and it's a competition. Spades. Spades. If you fail, just congratulate the winner right away. Hey, good game, man. Nice mm -hmm. job. Good play. Thanks a lot. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Think about the real world consequences or lack thereof of whatever you're doing. Like, does this loss actually affect me? Like, is this going to ruin my life? Is this going to prevent me from getting a scholarship? Is this going to prevent me from going to the bigs? Usually, it doesn't. Let it go. You know, remove yourself from the situation. If you're getting heated, walk away, man. It's it's not worth lashing out because then it goes to your character. It goes to your personality. And in the court of public opinion, those that lash out are usually guilty. Well, that's like, why you was... get looked down upon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, you know, your character, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, being the first to congratulate the winner, right? So, for me, that means a couple things, right? So, that proves your character, right? Your integrity, you know, in mm -hmm. the sport, in the competition, whatever, right? But, you know, that also puts you on, you know, it's, you know, yeah, you know, you lost, right? But you're putting yourself on that equal footing, with the person who beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're not punching down. It's, you know, as an equal, you know, mm -hmm. hey, you know, you didn't just win. You beat me. You know, good job. Right. That's, you know, that's a good way of looking at and it. And that's too, powerful. Yeah. You know, that's powerful. That's not just powerful for you. That's for everybody, too. It's like, oh, you know, this guy, you know, whether he won a lot, like this guy's serious. Like, he's actually, you know, taking this seriously. You know, that's powerful. But also, like you said, you know, core public opinion, you know, this isn't the first or last time you're going to fail, right? And, no. you know, if you're in any kind of league, if you're in any kind of organization, you know, this isn't your first and last interaction with these people. And people take notes on, you know, who fails gracefully, who lose gracefully, 
and who doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, that sets you up for success or failure later on. So if you prove yourself to have that character and to be that bigger bear man, you know, that pays dividends, you know, if not right now in the future. Right. And that leads into, you know, you could be a graceful loser, but you should also practice being a graceful winner. Yeah. Like your, your opponent came out and did what they had to do. Like they try their best. And if you still beat them, give them props, you know, like if it was a struggle, even if it wasn't, give them props. It's mm-hmm. all about being graceful, being humble. Well, what was you, it Teddy Roosevelt that had that quote, the man in the arena? I don't know if that or, was him, but I do know what you're talking yeah, about. You know, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of where you sit skill wise or, you know, anything, right. In any kind of competition, the fact that you are meeting someone on that, you know, for library term on, on the field, right. The fact that you're meeting on someone on that field on equal footing, like that should be the biggest thing to you. That's what yeah. actually matters. Of pride. You know, cause yeah. it doesn't matter, you know, what the skill difference is. Like you were mean, like in that moment, you were meeting them as equals on the field as opponents. Right. Or that's in business and competition and life, whatever. You know, you're meeting someone on equal footing and you're going to see who's best. You know, right. so that, you know, meeting someone out there, putting yourself out there to win or lose, that's huge. The, exactly. You, you, you put yourself out there, you know, to do it. You became vulnerable for that. You know, that's more than a lot of people can say. A lot more right. than people who try to play it safe. Exactly. Exactly. And above all else, in the end, remember why you're playing. If you're there to play to have fun, remember that. Don't get overheated about it. Like, you were there to play and have fun. Have fun. Even if you lost, you probably still had fun. In business, this this is a bit of a different mindset because if you fail in business, that could be a major financial impact on your life so it's really 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 important to keep your head straight with this kind of stuff so if you fail you need to be able to adapt and adjust 100 you need to look you need to look forward not backwards it's not about your failures it's what you're going to do from here on out you know it's not what happened it's what you're going to do going forward it's what we talk about with our improves and sustains like what can you do differently what worked what can you keep going you need to take measured risks. So if you're in a company and they have a certain way of doing things or you have a certain way of doing things, you need to be able to, especially if they aren't working, take those things that you're doing, but maybe modify them a little bit to try something new. Or you need to be able to be willing to completely try something just drastically different. It's about taking risks, but they need to be risks that you can also control. Measured. Measured. Well, that's what exactly. I was going to say, you know, so last three things you said, right? So improve, sustains, and then making adjustments. This has to come from a mindset that is objective. Yes. 
you know, in life, right? But especially in business, this needs to be objective. You need to be able to look objectively. Yeah. You need to be able to measure things out. See, measure change, right? Take yourself, take your ego, everything, emotions out of it. Emotions you know, at the door. Leave your emotions at the door. Look at things objectively. Mm-hmm. So you can make smart decisions. Because... You know, your emotions will play tricks on you. You know, your relationships will play tricks on you. Everybody yes. has blind spots. But in yes. business, if you're, you know, if you're going for success, right? If you're trying to be successful, you need to be able to look at the data, whatever that data is, whatever that means for you. And, you know, be able to steer that to, I, so I said what that means to you. I'm, I'm, what I meant was, you know, whether that is finances, time uh you know partnerships you know you need to be able to you know, in your context look at things objectively yeah and when i gave you that look you had a huge skip in your video so did you just have like a huge lightning strike i heard one yeah <laughs> yeah okay it is like, storming in texas tonight yeah so along with that you need to be able to ask for criticism you need to be able to ask mm-hmm. for feedback on what you do because like you said, be constructed about it. Leave your ego at the door. Take what's being told to you as a way to improve. You know, look at things from someone else's perspective on this. Because, like you said, you can have blind spots. Be willing to be wrong. Holy crap, so many people have an issue with this because of their ego. Like, they can't be wrong. It's someone else's fault. They're not willing to take responsibility for stuff they've done. Take your ego, your point of view, and toss it aside. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it just doesn't. It's a guaranteed, sure way to fail if you are taking your ego and your point of view only in, into, uh, into consideration. Into account, yeah. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Be big enough to admit that. I will be the first if I screw up to be like, I messed up, man. I was wrong, period. My wife may say differently, but I'm the first one to say I'm wrong. <laughs> no, no. If so, we all have our points of view and we think we're right. But when the truth comes out and you see that truth, you got to be man enough, woman enough, big enough, whatever to say I was wrong. So if you fail in business, be able to admit that you were wrong, that you screwed this up, that this is not what you thought it was going to be, that this is not what you thought was going to happen. And, and from be, there, and be ready to fix it. Be ready to change it. Exactly. You know, it's not enough to exactly. say, oh, guys, I am so sorry. I really screwed this up. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. No. You know, guys, I screwed up. What do we need to do to fix this so this does not happen again? And that's my last point. Learn from your past mistakes. Learn from other people's mistakes too. History is bound to repeat itself unless you're willing to make the change. Yep. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because that's the very definition of insanity. Can't expect a different result. Exactly. So that leads us to life. Life lessons. Failing in life. It all happens. You know, we've all done stupid things. We've all had stupid things happen to us whether it's in your control or out of your control it doesn't matter you need to approach it the same way 
So keep everything in perspective. You know, it's keep being able to keep something into perspective is very indicative of mental strength. You need to be able to check your emotions and keep yourself being productive no matter what. Like you could be having the worst week of your life, but if you're still pushing forward, if you're still pushing towards your goals, then you're on the right track. You need to practice self-compassion. Just because you screwed up doesn't mean that you need to bash yourself internally. You, you, you shouldn't be talking down to yourself. That is a great way to put yourself into depression and to keep yourself failing. You know, you should be your best friend. You need to talk to yourself the way you would talk to your most trusted friend. Definitely don't talk to yourself the way that you and I talk to each other because, you know, yeah, go f yourself and hope you die a horrible death. But, but also um, the voice <laughs> that you talk to shouldn't have like different thoughts than you do. Correct. Exactly. You know, that's be a kind really, be that's a really important one, guys. Yeah. Be supportive. You know, give yourself encouragement. Just because you screwed up does not mean that you need to bash yourself. You need you of all people should be your best cheerleader. Yeah. Well, and sorry, it's not on your list, but I just thought of a uh, just a contextual thing, right? So mm -hmm. s try to try to work into your point of view life in seasons. Okay. You know what I mean? So like you're going to have seasons of success. Okay. You're going to have seasons of failure, seasons of mm -hmm. sickness, right? You know, try to, you know, seasons of depression. So, you know, if you're, if you find yourself caught in something, you know, just, you know, it's just a season, you know, this too shall pass. You know, this isn't the first time this happened. And, you know, I got out of it last time. I mean, get out of it this time. You know, our lives are so short, but they're also so long. You know, time is a time is a fickle thing. It's a funny thing, but but even along those lines, we have a definite amount of time on this earth. Mm -hmm. So bashing yourself and wallowing in your failures is a waste of your time. Yeah, you t you talked about nothing is wasted. That is very much wasting something, mm -hmm. everything by doing that. Like, I love that perspective of the seasons because that's how business is. That's how life is. Yeah. That's how competitions are. But, like you, can even, is... but you can even see that. So if you had six months that you were just depressed, you know, not eating, not, you know, being productive, doing the bare minimum of everything. And then you get out of that. You dig yourself out of that, uh, you know, with your friends, with your family. And then you look back like, oh, yeah, I'm never doing that again. Screw right. that. Like, that's yeah, not that how I want to live. You know, that's, that goes back to my point about businesses. Learn from your past mistakes. Yeah, but that's where I'm saying, like, nothing's wasted. You know, it's, yeah, you know, agree. If you don't let something be wasted, like, you can use that. You can use that as fuel. Use every failure, every, yes. you know, like, every time someone tells you you can't do something or every time someone doubts you, use that as fuel, man. Burn it. You know, burn that fire higher. Like, keep so, going. Crush so your enemies. Story. See them driven before yes. you. Hear the lamentations of their women. Let's go, kings. <laughs> Drink from the skulls of your enemies. Yes. Uh, so, personal story. Uh, when I was in high school, I did uh, indoor percussion in Indiana. And I can't remember what year it was, but we went out. We, we thought we were doing great, but uh, 
I had an inkling we weren't going to finish so well. We went into the final competition of the season and we ended up third. We were pissed. Mm. Like, we used that as fuel. We came out the next year, we were destroying everyone at every competition. I'm talking like point scales goes from zero to 100. We were 10 pointing second place every time, if not higher. I think we actually 20 pointed somebody. Goodness. <laughs> one of the competitions right before state finals. We Dude. came out and freaking destroyed people. We were on a tear and we Whole other destroyed everybody all year long. We were so pissed. We used that as fuel and it was awesome. We got to the end and it was just like, oh, sweet justice. Sweet, sweet justice. <laughs> this this is why I deserved. Yeah. Yes. Makes made up completely for the previous year. So that being said. Next point is choose to be grateful. Be humble. You had the opportunity to try. Remember that. You had the opportunity to try. Doesn't matter if you fail. Make sure you look for the blue skies beyond the gray clouds. Like there is a silver lining to everything. And just be grateful that you had the opportunity to do it. You know, even in love, it's just like, okay, yeah, your relationship failed. But at least we had the opportunity to love. You had the experience. That means something. Respect your vulnerabilities. So you got weaknesses. Make sure you know what those are. Take the time to identify those weaknesses. Be self-aware and use them to be better. So yes, you have these weaknesses. You can improve on them to become strengths. People don't realize that. Yes, you have weaknesses. Those weaknesses can be your strengths. They can play to your already strengths. To become better strengths. Well, and acknowledge. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say um, a point that we made earlier. The most dangerous thing to have in your blind spot is yourself. Yes. You should not be a mystery to yourself. Correct. That's the most dangerous, stupid thing you can do. If you don't know yourself, yeah. you're, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to do anything. So, you, you know the phrase, know that enemy? I actually think that that's actually talking about yourself because you are your biggest enemy. Yeah. Always. You are, you are your, your biggest struggle. You know, the, mm -hmm. what's that? I don't remember how the old adage goes, but you know, you're, you know, you're playing yourself or your, you know, your biggest opponent is yourself. Right. So you know, you're going out, you're not fighting you know you're not racing you know the next guy you're racing yourself you're pushing you know past yourself because mm -hmm. you're the only one that can limit you at the end of the absolutely. day absolutely absolutely and that being said acknowledge your strengths like know what your strengths are but take your ego out of it don't brag about this to others people that are bragging about like we talked about earlier people that brag about their strengths are actually weak-minded people mm-hmm they're the ones who, when they lose, they're crying. They're yeah. crying on the sidelines. Oh, this person cheated. Oh, they did this. And like, no, no, you got played. Someone played better than you. Be humble. Congratulate them. Mm -hmm. No, see your successes, know what they are, and move on. Keep going. Great. Well, don't dwell you on did them. this. You know. 
be proud have pride in your work you know have pride Mm -hmm. in what you've accomplished but don't stay there you know that's like the guys who peak in high school or you know peak during gyo (laughs) i don't care what you did you know 10-15 years ago i care about what you're doing now you know Mm -hmm. that should be your focus your focus should be in the now and looking forward you know not dwelling on you know your accolades you know doesn't matter doesn't do anything for you now you know uh you know, a licensor, uh, you know, award on the wall, you know, means nothing. At the end of the day, it's what you're doing with it that counts. Exactly. I couldn't say that better, man. So create a plan to become better. So like you said, acknowledge your failure. So know that failure is actually part of the path to success. Each failure is just like we said, one way of not succeeding and keep that mindset every time you fail it's like okay i messed up this is one way to not succeed at what i was trying to do and keep going you know maintain your healthy self-worth we talked about this earlier know your self-worth kings and queens like know it love it do not settle for less than what you deserve Never, ever settle. You know, value your place in life. You are worth something. You are worth a lot to not just to yourself, but others as well. Don't ever think less of yourself, especially in failure. Don't ever do it. Don't talk down about yourself to anyone or even to yourself. Make sure you keep your confidence high. Even if your confidence is shattered because something happened, rebuild yourself internally. Like, ah, man, that sucked. All right, we're going to do this. We're not going to let this happen again. Yeah. That's what you need to do. No well, matter what happens. Well, and, you know, something that, something to think about too, you know, like we both had seasons, right? Seasons of depression, of, mm-hmm. you know, hard times, yeah. right? Yep. But something that helped me along the way was even if I was in the worst place, right? Something that would help me keep going is, you know, it might get better tomorrow. It's true. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't have that promised, right? I have a promise that's going to be hard. You know, that's promised to me. That was told to me. But I don't know if it's going to be better tomorrow, but it might be. And I want to stick around and find out. Exactly. And the thing you need to promise yourself is that you need to promise yourself that you're going to bust your ass to try to make that that happen. Mm-hmm. Like you aren't guaranteed anything. You need to carve it out. Carve it out yourself. Exactly. And honestly, and honestly, man, like I, I say this all the time, jokingly, but I'm serious about this. The only fair fight is the fight you win. Hundred percent. Like give yourself every advantage. Mm-hmm. every advantage fight for everything that you have like your life depends on it because it might it does and honestly it, it does yeah yeah so if you're suffering from depression know that you are even if you don't see it and someone says something take that to heart get help like it is like you were talking about with depression it is not worth not seeing the sunrise because no matter what that sun's going to come up tomorrow the world is better off with you in it to see that sunrise. Period. Hundred percent. Know yourself worth. And this has always been, or 
not always been, but this will continue to be in our, uh, you know, in our episode descriptions and in our resource list. But 988 is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You also reach out on 988lifeline.org. But like you said, world's better with you in it. It's worth sticking out to see. It is. Because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. It could end up being the best of your life and everything could turn around. You aren't going to know it if you aren't there to see it. 100%. I want to close out uh, this episode with that quote from Theodore Roosevelt. Titled, The Man in the Arena. Send it. Is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or whether doer deeds go done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. It's worth it to try. Dare to dream. It's always worth it to try. It is better to live a life full of failure than a life where you never attempted anything. That is not who we're called to be. We're called to be so, so much more. We missed Mental Health Month, too. I think that was last month. Was that? Or was it this month? Yeah. I think it was May. Whatever. It's always Mental Health Month here at Hard Time Charmin. Honestly, it is. Change your socks. Drink water. Don't skyline yourself on a ridgeline. Don't add or subtract from the population. Don't end up in the hospital, the newspaper, or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Uh, wool. Wool's better than cotton every time. In in literally every way. The only thing that cotton has going for it is that it's cheap. But it'll literally kill you. It retains, uh, you know, smells and moisture. moisture. It, it has no yeah. it has no, you know, thermal, you know, like thermal qualities when it gets wet, unlike wool. So it will insulate you, so it'll keep you, you know, warm when you're when it's colder, cooler when it's warm. Uh wicks moisture doesn't hold on to doesn't hold on to scents. Keeps its thermal qualities when it's wet. Also helps protect you from, you know, thermal imaging. Hey Talian. You are rambling. It's a, Close this out. It's a data sode. I'm trying to stuff as much data information in there. <laughs> If you ever flood your chainsaw, son, listen, take off. All right, so take off the the cover, take out the filter, okay? Full choke, rev it till it goes, put it back on, and keep freaking cutting. Guys, this is Hard Time Strongman Podcast, training up a better class of man with a dasode. Thanks for listening, and stay in the fight.